This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely day Day. Good morning, neighbors. Seven minutes after the hour is six o'clock on this the eighth day of February 2023. You know what that means? Twelve days to carnival. Just say. And then we'll do a countdown for Easter. And the world's alright with the infamous Christmas. Thank you so much for joining us on the Just Power Breakfast Show on Power 1 and 2 Digital. Phil Caston this morning. We'll listen for Paul Richards. We'll hear from Wendell Stephen, Richard Ragobarasing. Ruben is in the mix. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning, all right? But quickly, let's get in to see what's happening uh, traffic-wise on the highways and on the byways, all right? There's going to be a lot of traffic. Start out south and make our way up north. Yeah, you're going to get traffic just after Coover, heading towards the uh, interchange. All right, of course, it's slow going towards the interchange. A lot of cars, a lot of cars, I tell you. Maloney to Piaco, Trin City to Uwe, and then volume from the interchange towards Port of Spain. Eastern Main Road, not too bad at this time, by Rima Old Road, and going through by uh, Mokoya from Takarigua. And extension Page, you've got some traffic. Kelly Village, you've got some traffic from St. Helens. All right, now let's see who's in his hellos on this hump day Wednesday. First off the gate this morning, we got Ken E, followed by Trev Trevor and Rima, Maria Marva, Godzillian Valencia. Morgan's good morning, my friend. Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. Good morning. Oliver Man Warren. DJ Ray out in Tampa. Ms. Maloney Dudu. CJ out in New York. Carol Guevara Wagwan. Rena Boodoo Jennings. Good morning to you as well. Alright. Thank you so much for joining us on the Paul Breakfast Show this morning. Let's take a look at the weather today. What is it going to be like? They say sunshine will be likely be interrupted at times by showers over a few areas, especially during the morning. 
Winds can become gusty near showers. It is 24 degrees at both Piaco International Airport, Crown Point in Tobago. Max temp for today, Piaco 30-29 in Crown Point, all right? And the sun will rise in at 628 this morning and set at 612. Well, let's check some temps, see what's going on across our listenership. Yeah, Toronto, you're at one degree, unlike last weekend, I tell you. Uh, Miami, you're at 22. Orlando, 13. New York, 3. Atlanta, 10. Mm, London, minus 1. DJ Ray in Tampa, it's 15 degrees. And Chris Dusseo, Washington correspondent, it's 7. Just one look at you. Good morning to you, loyal listener. Happy hump day. Peter locked on in Charlotte. Good morning to you as well. Let me say good morning to the guys. Good morning to you, Wendell. Stephen, what's happening? Morning, morning, Steve. Morning, Paul. Morning, Richard. Morning, Trinidad and Tobago. And good morning, listeners and viewers all over the globe, especially our listeners out over overseas. Charmaine, Ray, um, Miss Ingrid, all the guys, Brooklyn, um, LA, you name it. You know, when you start a call, you get in trouble. But good morning, you wonderful people. All right, morning to you, Paul Richards. What's happening? Did he just snow? I think he did. It was like a grunt. Let's wheel and come again. Paul Richards, good morning. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Why are you sounding so sleepy? Yeah, he sounds sound a bit nasal. You all right there, Paul? I left the parliament at one this morning. I realized oh, when I was listening you had to one of my, You had one of my panorama days because I have to apologize some Monday to you guys and to our listeners. I just, I do, Monday I came, well, Monday I came home from Panorama Sunday and I woke up 547. There was no link, so I just, Say okay, let me lie back down. And the next time I woke up was 9:30, 9:25. What you slept? And when I looked at the time, Paul sent the link at 5:49. So that's why I missed it. Now that's normal time, right? Sometimes you know, sometimes you come early or sometimes. You... But at 5:47, I didn't see it, and I just say okay, let me just close my eyes a bit and I'll get back up. And that was it. 9:25. Hey, wow. You That's, slept. That is tiredness. <laughs> mm. So my apologies to everybody. We're not as young as you used to be, you know. That, that's never happened to me, actually. Well, it, I, had, I had a close encounter once when we were last year for Christmas when we decided we were coming into the studio. I remember that. And I jumped up when Richard called me and I got to the studio that morning. But to sleep through an entire program, that's very unusual for me. A day well, that I have to work, that's, that's never happened before. Mm, Once tired. nobody sleep through your program. <laughs> well, clearly, they didn't. As that probably also contributed to me sleeping through our program. What? You went to and fix your mix after pan? I fix my mix all the time, any opportunity I get. Up are you? Hmm. You get something in Panama and take it home? Hmm? 
And I, I, can't even, I can't even watch TV these days because my something passed and burst my cable wire. And it's a good thing one of the neighbors put it in the chat that there's a wire hanging by the by Wendell Stephen House. Otherwise, I would not know what it was. You know, I just assumed cable was down. Not knowing is my the wire burst and hanging in the road there, because it's past my house, so I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't see it when I'm entering. Mm. Anyway, so how um. Congratulations to West Indies cricket team. They would have, they would have the opening partnership for the first time in West Indies history, the highest opening partnership in West Indies history, by Craig Braffitt, who's the captain, and Tej Narayan Chanderpaul, who's the son of Shiv Narayan Chanderpaul. They put on 336 for the opening partnership, the highest ever, and the first ever triple century opening partnership, and highest ever in West Indies cricket history. Now, that has to be some achievement. Of course, it's against Zimbabwe, but nevertheless, we are happy for them. You know, it's something to celebrate in West Indies cricket. We haven't had much, you know, so it's something to celebrate. And LeBron James, congratulations. He's now the all-time yes. highest scorer in basketball history, too. Yes, he... You know, that happened Tickets last... for that was going to like 20-something thousand for that game, you know. Yeah. Tickets were extremely high. Yeah, I think it's up to twenty-two thousand dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. People paying for a ticket to watch a basketball game. Could you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Good morning to Glenn Martin. Happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Glenn, Glenn Martin. Happy birthday, Glenn Martin. Your beautiful wife Pascala sends you love and greetings this morning for a great birthday. So enjoy everybody. Yeah, today is also the birthday of Sherwin Winchester. Huh? No, 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 yeah, it's not too far from Richard. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. good man. And for um, belated birthday greetings to Alicia Jagasa. I'm sure all you, all, you all would have wished her happy birthday on Monday. Yeah, belated. Her birthday was Monday gone. So, and Julia McClatchy, who is the wife of Pastor Ricky McClatchy at Derby Pentecostal, she also celebrated her birthday on Monday. And if you're celebrating her birthday today, happy birthday. I know that name Pascala Martin. I think he has a friend on Facebook, but I don't know the person personally. Oh, okay. So, Paul, what do you all say till till after one discussing in that big, huge, wonderful building in Port of Spain? I do like that. Building. I am Amendment Bill 2023. I realize that. Okay. Government actually considers it taking out a contentious clause, which sought to give the Minister of National Security the ability to extend. FUL, the validity of FULs after their three-year limit. And everybody's asking, why are you putting yourself in the process? Is there commissioner police for that? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't sign anything. Commissioner signs it. So the government eventually withdrew that clause 10. Mm-hmm. It also um, gave the commissioner of police the ability to identify officers who were under threat, do a, a threat assessment, 
and have them be able to take FULs home to protect themselves because they've been threatened. Actually, they've been killed, actually. They've been 88 threatened in the last couple months and uh, 88 killed, sorry, in the last 10 years. Prisons officers. Yeah, prisons officers. And also municipal police have the ability to now use t- electric tasers in the dispensation of their duties and uh it's one of the category or ssa director and employees can now will now be able to uh have firearms and ammunition uh off duty because of the threat to their lives so Mm. that is now law okay interesting well, I mean, the prisons officers, we know about them, the kind of yeah. uh, situation True. they were under, they were facing. I, and, and I always wondered about that as to why no one in the prisons, um, the prisons environment, because they say they said most of the hits came from within the prison. How come nobody was ever, ever held accountable for any of those killings? And they were almost certain that that's where the hits were coming from, you know? Mm-hmm. Because the hits were, were may have been called from inside the prison, mm-hmm. but were carried out by elements and associates of the criminal elements inside the prison. Well, let me say the enemies because some of them are remand. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the associates outside. Yeah. Through the associates outside. So just so they can't catch most who commit the murders, it's the same yeah. thing. Mm. They're going to be in a different category. But I could I could understand in a way you could you could you could go with the fact that they haven't been catching the murderers on the outside, right? Although in my opinion, and I've said this before, some of those murder murderers were themselves being murdered after, right? But yeah, gang, issue, gang and gang violence, yes. Yeah. But the issue of a, of of saying with certainty, because that's how it was said, that's my interpretation of it with certainty that some of these hits were coming from people from people in the prison system, it means that they would have had some sort of intelligence network set up to indicate that is that guy who make that who call, who make that call. You understand? Well, the, the amendment to the in, in the interception of communication would have provided some data at some level. Right. When they could listen to to calls within the perimeter of the prison. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess I'm sure they would have intercepted messages being sent in and out. Yeah, but nobody ever, so never, I, as far as I'm aware, was ever charged with it. You know? Or as a an accessory to murder. Yeah. Right. Or the, they, they or, wouldn't or have been able to commit to murder, the, yeah, I guess yeah. it would have been. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I've, I've not heard about that being mm-hmm. laid. But then they must see in so much damn charges in there that I didn't want more to make a difference. <laughs> You understand? Yeah. And and unfortunately, some officers being complicit. Yes. Yes. But not everything is get you over defense. Mm-hmm. A lot of time. Well, it and there's been there have been officers charged and convicted of of moving contraband in and out of the prisons. Yeah. So. That is what happened last night. 
The Turkey Syria situation is really tragic. Nine thousand now plus. Wow, and that'll I, grow. I, that'll grow to a lot, yeah. And that's even... going to grow to, to over twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, and, and did you did you? Well, when you saw it this morning, uh, a lady trapped in the rubble gave birth. Did you all see that? No. The baby survived, and they pulled the baby out. Subsequently, the mother passed away. Wow. And there's wow. another there's another picture of a father so sitting. To the world, eh? Yeah, boy. I, there's a picture. I tell you, it just made me hear my arms raise. Um, a father holding the hand of a daughter that is trapped in the rubble, and he would not leave, and he's holding her hand. She is she is deceased now, and he just stayed there holding her hand. I mean, yeah. if that doesn't those two stories doesn't break your heart. Yeah. Well, you know, add cold and snow to this. And add the cold and, yeah, add weather to that. Hmm. Add I the cold and snow, which is of, awesome. Um, two brothers, two little boys, where one was protecting the other one's um, head from being crushed. But they were they were found alive. Good. I think they might have been six, five or six, and some two very young boys. I saw that image. Yeah, the, the images are heartbreaking. Those are movies in the making, eh? My God. Heartbreaking. That, that's yeah. a movie there, self. That particular earthquake. I, it has a, well, a earthquake of that magnitude ever occurred during snow and, 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 and cold. Yeah. It has. Just, just not in such a, a populated area. Hmm. It is just devastating to look at it all. Yeah, boy. It is, it, and, and of course, the, the rescue efforts are being hampered by the the uh, cold. Yeah. You know, it's just really, really tragic. I, I mean, tragic, tragic, tragic. Yeah. Really, really That's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, what, that's it. We worrying and vexed about, you know, what band to play and what all inclusive to go on my breakfast party to go up there's it there's people life and death issues but yeah. that's the way of the world yeah it is huh? sadly quite un very very unfortunate of course the saga of the missing and repairing file continues well i see they say it was never missing which is what i thought of in the first place it never but and kind of the ag kind of the ag kind of hinted that when he when he made the report when the steven Attorney General said to the country the file was missing. No, he, hold on. He said, and, and I don't know if we could play back what he said. I can't remember the exact words, right? But he didn't want to say it went missing, he, he said, it, it, but it appeared to be missing. Something of the sort he said, you know. I remember that. I remember when he was asked a question, he, he, he responded to it that way. In other words, almost saying, well, <clears throat> I'm not sure that it's really, it's really gone missing, but it, 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 it appeared to be missing. So in other words, pointing that somebody may have had it. He did indicate that, that there. I don't know if that missed anybody, everybody else, but it didn't miss me. Especially now, where, it, where it's being said that it wasn't missing at all. I don't know if we could, if we could, if anybody could check back that that particular press conference that day. Yeah. But 
You know, some somebody somewhere we we had done a poll. I remember, <clears throat> um, that will anybody pay a price? We expect heads to roll in the saga of this missing file. I think most people said no because of our history in Trinidad and Tobago. But we'll see. I I, I can't imagine that a head car wouldn't roll in this case. So the Attorney General is asking. And this, of course, is precipitated by the fact that the state failed to mount a defense, right? Mm -hmm. In the particular situation, when the men brought the action against the state for malicious prosecution. Because of the size of the judgment, 20 million plus, the Attorney General asked for the particulars in the case. They were not available. The attorney general came and said the file could not be located. How else is this car that was missing? Well, could not be it, located. Don't mean it gone missing. I done yes. Could not be located. Me could could hint towards or point towards somebody having the file, and they just didn't bring it forward. Which I think is where this thing is going to go. In other words, it didn't. It wasn't that the file had completely left the building. You know, you both, you and I know, we have had incidents like that before. Which means it was missing, even if temporarily. Missing, yeah. cannot be found. At the time in question. Unlocatable. You know, those are you use you just use the important words there eh? at the time. In missing at the time. Mm -hmm. People go missing and then they find them. Mm -hmm. This is English language. How difficult it is to understand missing. I think we both saying the same thing, you know. Ooh. Except you you thinking, you thinking it it I'm thinking somebody had it at the point in time. And I think that's where this matter is going to go. That somebody missing in the in the dictionary. A thing is not able to be found because it is not in the expected place. Missing, gone missing. It can be found later. You have missing persons who can be found at a later time. So the idea that the attorney general said it is missing is accurate. It was missing when he asked for it. Right. It was later found. Why that's so difficult? So I'm saying, if you go back to the press conference, he hinted at something like that. Because we just went down, we just went down the road. It missing, it gone. That's it. But I think, I think there was always an expectation that whoever had it would return it. And I think they know who had it. I, whether we will find out eventually or not. Is time will tell. I am unaware that he intonated or implied that somebody had it and it will it will found. I just well, play back the, the thing now. That's what I tell you just now. Play it back. I don't know if we have it. Like the fishermen, the four fishermen are missing. Fishermen missing again. 
Yes, there are four fishermen who are missing, and the Minister of Foreign and Caracom Affairs has indicated that the Venezuelan authorities have been contacted. And, well, I don't know if, if that means that they're they assisting the local authorities in trying to find the men. The men were last seen aboard a vessel called Venom. You know, I listened to your interview, Jack Warner, yesterday, and Jack Warner is really just, he, he's a master of obfuscation. You know, you say so much the other day, and now all of a sudden, now you don't want to say no more. And I'm listening to this, and I'm saying, oh, it's tiring. It is tiring. Jack Warner, just go home and enjoy. I don't know if you have grandchildren. I'm sure you do. Go home and enjoy yes, yourself. Yes, what you What you going back after all you say about that lady after all she use you and abuse you why people is, is a, why people will be sucker for punishment so, and expect the country to just forget and move on why do they do that you understand i'm listening and i'm saying what is this i hear he's 80 plus if i'm not mistaken you understand what you and I'm, i hear mr penal call and say he could bring a hundred thousand votes what level of madness these people trying to pull on this country again? This country not gone past 2010. 2010 will never come back again, you know. Oh. Good morning, Mr. Raghubasing. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. Good morning to our listeners, wherever you are. Morning, morning, Richard. How are you? Well, I heard you challenge him on that, on, on that, on that issue. That 100,000, Mr. Pinal, say Jack Warner could bring. You understand? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh. Like, where did you, did you just pull that number out of a hat? He clearly did. <laughs> he clearly did, you know. But I guess, I guess everybody had to put this spin on it because, and hope for the best. You understand? Because, and, and, and Jack Warner has to know that all those articles that he wrote, and all the all the um, comments he made on platform, they are going to resurface, and there are people in the UNC just going to get angry all over again, and the other people on the fence and in the country going to just say, "What madness is this? You trying again?" You know what I mean? Th those things are etched in people's memory, and as I, as I say, the media they they're going to just remind the people of it. You understand? So how is well, that going to work? Well, a, well, I don't know. I mean. People are willing to just put themselves up, and I suppose ultimately the electorate decides. And he and and what he said was the when I think Paul was asking him some question, he said, "Well, the UNC is the lesser of two evils." Yeah, he said that. So in other words, the UNC is evil. He is saying that. Yeah, he's saying both of them evil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but but the party now saying you're going and help. To get back in power, you're actually confessing that they're evil. Mm -hmm. And and you know, if people play check back, they he probably said the same thing back then that the PNM was the lesser two evils. Why he said why he would not have supported Kamala Prasad Bisesar. I'm sure if they check back, he may have said something like that back then. Probably a version of. Mm -hmm. 
but it's about news and well i don't know why why they feel it's newsworthy but uh, in trinidad every damn thing is newsworthy everything is newsworthy so i wish him luck i wish them luck you understand people have been known to go back together for after they've been they tear one another apart it happens in in marriages it happens in business it happens in all manner of of relationships because human beings are so are so complex you understand so i guess in politics it's fair game well politics more than most true <laughs> well politics is the bedrock of strange bedfellows mm -hmm. it starts there yep yep so so i see the saga of the missing file continues mm -hmm. did you just talk about that this morning we were just already. talking about it actually paul and i was having a tit for tat because my interpretation of it when the ag first announced it is that it was never really missing it was it was it just appeared to be missing you know that was my interpretation of the press conference back then. Yeah, no. To me, he said it was missing. But he, yeah. he ascribed, in my interpretation of it, he was clear that it was missing, but mm -hmm. he ascribed and, or he inferred that there was some level of malicious, possible malicious right. intent to the fact that it was missing. Right. That it was connected with somebody or some, you know, or something. Well, no, well, he well, well, that, that, saw, that was my interpretation. That there may be some malicious intent to it. That was mm. his inference. Yeah. At least that's how I read it. But that it was missing. But 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 as I told Paul yesterday, the issue of a missing file is kind of the shorter end of the stick, so to speak. Mm. Because a file can always be digitally recent. Because everything now in the judiciary is basically digital. So you can get a digital file. You can, you can even if you want hard copies, you can request hard copies from the registrar, um, from the registry. If, if, so you can always get back a file. Yeah. Um, so to me, a file in terms of pleadings missing is... The more important thing is the systemic workflow and why an, an an appearance was not entered yeah and yeah. and why no defense was well well if it didn't enter an appearance yeah. richard you're silent you mute your mic so oh, oh yeah so you muted the mic you muted the mic probably there oh okay yeah so it so it all um it all comes back to that what's the systemic workflow um, well, let me read. Let me read so that people could get a sense of what is now coming out. Right? It says a high-ranking judicial officer is said to be the person behind the re-emergence of the missing file. Now they didn't say the person behind the disappearance of it. Huh? They said behind the re-emergence of the missing file at the center of the twenty million dollar Vidran Ipol Kuhlman malicious prosecution scandal. The timeline of the bizarre events raises many unanswered questions including who now handed over the file to the acting solicitor general after the AG said last week that it had disappeared. A legal source told the newspaper yesterday that the file was never actually missing. 
and that it was handed over by a judicial officer. So you see, my interpretation wasn't wasn't off. In a media release on Monday, shortly after 9 p.m., lead investigator retired Justice Stanley John referred to CV 2020-01243, Chauvin, Peters, and others versus Attorney General of Trinidad Tobago, stating, in my capacity as the lead investigator into the above-captioned subject matter, with matter reference to the disappearance of file, I was this evening, the 6th February, informed by, by Solicitor General Acting, Ms. Carleen Sinat, that the file in question was to be handed over to her. I have immediately instructed that the Solicitor General secure that file for collection by the investigation team. Now, I would have gotten this yesterday and sent it to you all, and I think Paul read it. Um, so, that's what that's what's being reported. So, where this thing is going, high-ranking officials in that office, probably, As I told Paul yesterday, I think the, the, the sum total of this problem is that the normal workflow of the sergeant's office was probably interrupted. Mm-hmm with a new directive to send things like that to X. And so the surgeon, I'm I'm now I'm just purely speculating. Uh, the investigation will will yield whatever the it yields. Mm. But I'm speculating that it has to be outside of the normal workflow of the surgeon, how they usually operate. And that it, they must have said this is where you send it to now at X and surgeon followed it and X dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Wherever X is. Yeah. And, and, and whether, so it was deli- whether it was deliberately dropped or just or just negligently well, dropped. In, well, well, inadvertence because, yeah. uh, because the customary flow of how things would have been dealt with was interrupted. Mm-hmm. And now this is my this is pure speculation on my part. I, I don't know. And, and and maybe it may just be well. We'll see. The yeah. investigation yeah. is going to reveal what the what the the um what the outcome would be in terms of what caused the mishap. And the attorney general did um did um advocate that he was going to be transparent with regard to the issue and the findings. Yeah. So yeah. so we have to take him for his word, and and that whatever the findings are in that investigative report will be made transparent to members of the public. Because uh, I know, a lot, of course, you know, law offices across the country are discussing this issue mm. um, with uh, some with a degree of amusement and some with a degree of, you know, puzzlement. <laughs> like, why, why would you drop the ball on such an issue? So to me, the only logical explanation is that the usual workflow which addresses these issues were interrupted by some other workflow. Mm-hmm. That's the only logical explanation I could think yeah. of. Yeah. Because the Sergeant's Department deals with issues of the state being sued all the time. So they would know so they, they would know exactly what they should be doing and shouldn't be doing. In terms of process. Richard, you're muting your mic again. It, oh. In terms of any 
state Your mic was muted for a little bit there too, again. Oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of any state official that that um that is that has breached somebody's rights or whatever, police officers, whatever. Um this when you sue in the state is the, the office of the attorney general, that's the, the party that you 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 put on the other side. And and which office does it go to? Sergeant. Mm-hmm. So this is so it's not to say that Sergeant is this new creature that, that is now for the first time dealing with issues like this. It's not. Yeah. So that's why it's so that's why to me the logical explanation has to be that the usual workflow is interrupted. It has to be that. Mm-hmm. But as I say, we'll find out. I could be completely wrong. It could be that it was just I, I don't know general lackadaisical and, and general lackadaisical approach to the issue i don't know i just find that hard to believe yeah it could be it could be something in a dip somewhere a tree and it just covered down with all kind of other things yeah, but i find that very hard to believe <laughs> in a legal department <laughs> especially the nature of this mm. not impossible yeah. But legal departments tend to try to not that things don't happen and you know and and gaps don't happen in in systems, but generally the the legal departments wherever try to pay attention because timelines are ticking. Yeah. 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 So I, but I yeah, feel I, it I, for people. I feel it for people sometimes. Because in my capacity, let, let, let's say I'm in City Hall, right? And someone would want to get information on something, on a property, on a cemetery plot. Um, you know, it all manner of things people come into City Hall to check on, right? The last house rate receipt. Um, and, I t- and I speak in here from things I would have personally intervened in, right? Um, they lease, where, where the lease document is, you know, what's the situation with it? And I have had to go into City Hall on several occasions to intervene on behalf of people because sometimes you know they wouldn't know the whereabouts they wouldn't even know what department like yesterday a guy came to deal with his issue of his pass for the downtown carnival and so on and he was across in public health and i saying but what are you doing here who sent you here you know because whatever whatever explanation and maybe the person downstairs at reception would have misinterpreted what he said and sent him to public health. I said, no, you're on the wrong side of this building. And I had to walk him through the building and carry him back across on the other side and put him right where he's supposed to be. I carry him straight on the desk, put him to sit down. I said, you sit down here. This lady will help you. And then the next guy came in. And all of this is me interrupting myself from a meeting to attend to her. The next guy came in. Same house rate thing. Because I said, but house rates? I said, house rate receipt? I said, house rate same pay since 2009, you know? I say, and that's not just in the city, that's all over the country. You know, I say, what, what does you really want? And then I had to say, I say, come back to city. And I came straight by the person. I say, you sit on here, this lady here will help you. And I came by the city assessor. You understand? So, so it's tough sometimes for people just trying to get information. And I say, in all that to say, if you go to the wrong place for it, you will never get it. And the person at that wrong place may not tell you where to go for it. You understand? So you run around like a headless chicken for months complaining how you ain't getting this done. But you really and truly, you were at the wrong place. 
So I mm. I could see files, a file, and I and I told up I told you all about this experience already. When I was applying for a TN Tech TN Tech connection. Months pass and I ain't hear nothing from TN Tech. So I said, what is that? I go on, I jump in my view, and I go along um by the off the place on Flannan Street there. And I go on up and ask my way and I get my way up to the office. The file in a dip. My file in a dip. They said, but look your file here. I said, but they are waiting on this letter. They said, all this, the letter do, Richard, all it needed was a signature. <laughs> ah. So incompetence and not, not sometimes not deliberate incompetence, but just maybe um somebody knowing your face every day. You know what I mean? Bureaucratic. It's, bureau it's bureaucratic incompetence. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. there's there's so much, and, and that's why digitization um, can be very instrumental in in making delivery of those services at a higher level to citizens, because it means um, tasks will be done digitally and sent to you digitally, mm -hmm. and you'd have some identification marker that you could check on, whatever, and you should be able to get a result. And, and and follow up digitally quickly. But you know, so, Richard, again, let me give you an experience. Because whilst sometimes digitally those things could work, people still fall down on that thing. Because yesterday, and I give you our next experience yesterday in a meeting, where approval, they will send an email to members of council. And members of council are required to respond to that email. Di all this is digital, right? And whether approved or unapproved and so so it's a it's an almost instantaneous approval you're getting from members of council right it doesn't require coming into a meeting or signing anything you respond to the email thread and once that approval once eight members of council say approved you're supposed to immediately send that approval to the person who asking for it and days would pass sometimes week would pass when the person saying but I ain't get no response from the city hall yet. But so that and digitally they could have gotten that. And and sometimes people don't. You understand? So even there, sometimes people lapse, eh? Because it, a digital, a digital approval or a digital response requires somebody still inputting information, eh? Yeah. Ultimately. Unless yeah, it still requires a human the entire being to interact. Yeah, and even that, that even that careers. Mm -hmm. Case on point licensing office. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of this, all what I just told you is what I experienced yesterday while sitting in City Hall. In a meeting where I'm being, I have to interrupt myself all the time. So you have papers, Richard? Yeah, you got rich. We've gone, past, we've gone way past it. Yeah. All those things and how, how bureaucracy is business requests, all mm. of that needs to be overhauled. And um, and of course, hopefully, they, but you're right, not all of it is about digitization. Mm -hmm. Because um, when there was given me a story yesterday that she went to the social development into the Puna. She said, but so you have to wash your hands and stuff, you know, 
before you sit under the tent, be, before you serve, whatever. And she said a vagrant come and basically started to bathe. <laughs> bathe mm. by where people are supposed to wash their hands. Mm-hmm. He started to he washes, he washes private parts. He wash, she wash, she wash, she wash. So she reported it to the, she, she said, she asked the security guy about what's going on because this is where citizens are coming to access assistance from you all and the look at what's going on. And she mm-hmm. said, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, I do nothing about that. A version of that. You know, ineptitude. Then she said she needs to use the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom. There's no toilet paper. So she comes back and she has the security guard. I do have toilet paper for the bathroom. Now we don't ever put paper in there. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell goes on in public service departments? that that is acceptable mm-hmm. and that is an acceptable reply mm-hmm. to a citizen seeking services in a ministry. All right. we, we have to hear the headlines, gentlemen. Mm. You have anything? You have papers, Richard? Um, yeah, I have papers. All right, so can you, can you do it? Yeah. You don't have any? No, I don't have any. I'm still in dark, Well, it's getting a little bright now in Arima. Oh, okay, okay. No, when you were reading just now, I thought you had one. No, I was reading from my phone. Okay. Well, all right. So, well, I could, um, I could start, I guess, with the Daily Express. And the main headline in the Daily Express is, File was never missing. That's the headline. I hope um, Paul is listening so he could get the English language of that clearly. Um, high-ranking judicial officer. I think this is just what you just read. Returns Vindra malicious prosecution document. So that's the headline that the Express went with. Um, of course, there's a picture about well, reflecting Carnival, the Pan Man. And then Senator Mark says... Call in the amazing Mumford. <laughs> um, so all of that is on the front page of the Daily Express today. And on the back page, change your plan. TTFA membership called to emergency general meeting over elections. So um, Daniel, I'm just giving you some of the sub-sport headlines on the back page of the Express. Daniel breaks TNT indoor record. And Balance calls West Indies victory push. Stalls, sorry. West Indies victory push. So that's it for the front and the back of the Daily Express this morning. Uh, the, the Trinidad Bigo Newsday. What headline did they go with? I'll tell you. Kamala Wright, CJ. Archie. Clear air on mystery file. That's the headline. So Kamala Wright's Chief Justice Archie clear air on mystery file Richard your mic silence again yeah we kind of running behind gentlemen we got to speed it up yeah I think he's not aware he's silencing his mic sometimes yes so business magnet Sydney Knox dies uh, that's the front page of the newsday besides the other headline I just read and on the back page Eve anticipates the start of new TT Premier League and 
regional athletes set for replay for relay fest and finally the trinidad tobago garden for today the headlines red flag opposition independent senators say keep minister away from ful renewal and i tend to agree with them well it was done paul paul did confirm the clause was removed yeah i i I did think it was a valid point and and but that's the main headline on the front page of the the guardian on the back page west indies extends lead to 89 match evenly poised ahead of final day so that's it for your three dailies this morning all right while you guys cover a poll let me give you the results of our poll from yesterday yesterday we asked you do you expect that the entire unedited report of the missing file to be released to the public that was our poll yesterday final results are in 76 percent seven six said no all right let's get into this morning's poll six before seven o'clock well well i'm just gonna quickly i i think we can we could close off this issue of the, the missing file again in light of the revelations that the file was never missing do you expect any heads to roll now yes or no in light of the latest story that the file was never missing do you expect any heads to roll we would have asked a version of this before but now that we know that the file was never really missing do you expect heads to roll yes or no so two to two talk two to two eight two five five north americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine people on the web and the app you know what to do so do it god damn it <laughs> and that's it <laughs> so you heard the poll start voting the voting process has begun mm-hmm. we read it now that the file was never really missing so do you expect heads to roll in light of that revelation because they could easily now decide that well it was you just played the fool nine you 21 million dollars later but <laughs> so let's get your calls and your votes in yep got a call good morning good morning no all right could thank you uh good morning to wendy and jenny good morning um long islander says no ken e out in harlem says no gb in trin city says yes uh paula says no what says you caller yes one head should roll the top dog right says yes well then you're recording right yeah, yes i am mm-hmm. i am okay um sexy san fernando says no to the poll in fact she says hell no to the poll hell no right okay uh large park says no meb says good morning guys no all right thank you so much meb morning piggy lou richard disappeared completely now oh are oh, you doing a transition He's probably transitioning So do you expect heads to roll in light of the revelation now that the file was never really missing? Yeah. 
was returned to the Solicitor General acting, Ms. Carleen Sinat. Do you expect heads to rule in light of that? CJ from New York. No. Carol Guevara. No. Mr. Carapo. It's been a while, Mr. Carapo. Yes, heads will still roll. Hmm. Salim Abdullah. Good morning, guys. Uh, D says, uh, typical Trinidad polytrix. Sadly, no. Jenny. Yes, to the poll. Thank you, Jenny. Jenny, Jenny. Who can I turn to? Uh, Trev Trevina Rima says yes. All right. Morning, Rena. All right. Once again, our morning pool, gentlemen. Do you, in light of the fact that the file was never really missing, according to an article, do you expect heads to roll? It's being reported the file was returned to the Solicitor General and it was never really missing. Do you expect any heads to roll then? That's the probably the final question we have we'll have on this for a while we are also going to go missing on this story for a bit unless something incredulous comes up again and that probably will do with the challenge to the to the to the matter where where the compensation was awarded but there'll be a challenge to that apparently all right, Ms. Maloney says no. Uh, Maraval on the road says not a chance. Ishautin Malik says no. Thank you, Maraval on the road and Ms. Maloney and Ish. Eve. Good morning, Eve out in Sugar Corners. No. Mr. Beeps. Beep, beep. Um, nothing will happen from this finding. Have a great one. That's a no. All right, thank you so much, Mr. Beep Beep. All right, you know, we're towards no, our 7 o'clock, no, 30 seconds again. You know, I'm here, Andy. I'm here, Andy. The vote from people, right? Which is probably um, cynicism and masked with our culture. But I'd, I'd be very surprised if somebody's not, if somebody does not pay a price for this. I'd be very surprised. So I expect a head to rule, or two, or three. You understand? I can't imagine that this thing could happen and nobody pays a price. I cannot begin to imagine that. Not when, not when the, 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 the state has to pay $21 million and the fact that they, they promise to be transparent on this. I can't imagine that at the end of the day, nothing would happen to anyone. I just, I, can't, I find that hard to believe. Mm -hmm. I can see it. Hmm. All right, uh, Rena Bodu Jennings says yes. All right, let's get into our major news. Evie is in. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.